When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and he's a college football Hall of Famer and a Nebraska football Hall of Famer, longtime coach and AD at Wisconsin. Barry Alvarez back with us. Coach, it's uh, Wisconsin-Nebraska week, Nebraska-Wisconsin week. Uh, are you excited? How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm down in my place down in one of my places down in Naples, Florida, but I'm flying back for the game. Well, what's what's this season been like for you to watch Wisconsin? I'll start there with Coach Fickle and the transition. You know what? I I, I got a chance to watch him during camp. Um, you know, I think I, I like I like uh, Luke. I like his staff. Uh, there's always a transition time. You know, they're going through that. They're getting to know the players and players getting to know them. Um, you know, it's our people are used to winning, like Nebraska. You're used to winning and uh, lose tight ball games and games that, you know, you go into as a, as a favorite and you lose them. You know, those, those, are, those are difficult, but you know, those are some of the growing pains a new staff goes through. Coach, how did you navigate growing pains and, and kind of matching or cr- creating new expectations during your career? You took over and built a real winner, and then you maintained and, and had a, a great career. But you got to kind of feed the monster. How did you deal with that? Well, you know, early on when we, were, when we first got there, we, we weren't very good. I had a good staff. We recruited well and hard. Um, but getting through, you know, that especially the first year, you really didn't have much of a chance. But from then on, we were pretty competitive, and um, we, we built a foundation of what our program was all about. It was about being physical. It was about not beating yourself, not making mistakes. We were going to run the ball. We were going to control the ball. We were going to manage the clock. Um, we had a plan to win. We were always going to be sound on defense and physical on defense. And everybody knew it. The offense knew we wanted them to run it. You know, we would control the game. We'd throw the ball around some, but we were going to control it by running it. And uh, everybody knew the game plan. Everybody knew what their role was. And our guys just put their nose to the grindstone. And that's what we did. And, and we got to the point it didn't make any difference who we played. We can go on the road to – to Ohio State and go into that stadium and feel like we can match up physically. And when you can do that, you got a chance to win. It's Barry Alvarez with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Barry, it's interesting because Nebraska and Wisconsin kind of in the same place in terms of a culture shift here year one under new head coaches. And I want to get your thoughts on how important it is to get some of those growing pains out of the way that we've seen here in year one before some of those West Coast powers come to the conference here next season. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even think about the West Coast powers. You know, the, the guys come in, you know, Nebraska, Luke and uh, 
your guy and and you know that they, they want to win fans want to win uh players want to win um you know you, this important game for the winner comes out of this game with bowl eligibility and another game to play bowls are important for the development of the team and particularly for a new coach worry about those teams coming into the league when they come into the league I don't even cross that doesn't even cross my mind right now mm. but right now what you're trying to do is get another game uh, and practice time with your team and, and start a bowl string of your own well Barry with with the game on Saturday if we're just going to zoom in on that obviously super important both teams trying to get to six it's a November night game you're down in Florida are you looking forward to making it back for Wisconsin in a November night game are you are you uh, a little bit worried about that cold? I'm not worried about the cold. Actually, it's supposed to be a pretty nice day. And I, I come back and forth. I don't, you know, I'm down here uh, the majority of the winter, but I get, you know, I've gone, I go back and forth for different games for the weekends and stuff. Well, Nebraska trying to prep for, for uh, Camp Randall and uh, the, his practice was going today. Uh, jump around was exceedingly loud, so Nebraska was trying to to deal with that, and uh, Nebraska has been dealt uh, some 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 tough hands when it comes to injury. And coach, when we started talking a long time ago, you always said you need uh, a handful of third team or even fourth team guys by the time November rolls around. Uh, let's speak a little bit to that development and. How uh, how real it is in the Big Ten. It gets to that final month, and just how physical and, quite frankly, teams are beat up for that final stretch. Yeah, um, you know, I, I can relate this. The first year Penn State was in the league, and we played them. That you know they had they had a good record coming in when they came into the league, and we had a very physical game with them. I think they might have beaten us by a point or two, and I got a call that Wednesday from, from Coach Paterno, and he said, you know, we learned something valuable in your game. Uh, we, we're gonna, we just came, I just came out of a meeting. We're going to change how we recruit. We, we can't recruit these small, fast linemen anymore and, de- and de- depend on speed. He said, we're so beat up after your game. It was such a physical game. We, can't, we haven't even practiced yet. <laughs> so, you know, that, that told me what the league was like and, and – uh, I've tried to share that with some friends that, that have come into the league. You better be physical. You better have some depth in the lines, or you, you'll, you'll be beat up so bad uh, you'll be putting a skeleton crew out there. Barry Alvarez, a couple more minutes with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, have you paid much attention to Nebraska? Have you kept an eye on the Big Red this year? I keep, I keep an eye on scores. I, you know, I don't know personnel mm-hmm. that well, but I keep an eye on scores. I always know what they're doing, and how they're doing and and how they're moving along. Impressions from some of that scoreboard watching? Um, They remind me of the Wisconsin team. You know, they're good enough to win. Uh, They've made mistakes to beat themselves at times, much like the Wisconsin team. And before you can win, (laughs) you have to stop beating yourself. How how did you drill down on that? I mean, I'm I'm sure you did it through practice, but just – what was your regiment like from a ball security standpoint? Because between fumbles and interceptions, I know picks are, are going to happen. 
but some of the interceptions Nebraska's thrown have been, you know, as, as Coach Rule touched on, you got to be intentional with the football. You just can't lob it up and hope something good happens uh, to a spot. But your your work and I guess your um, refinement with with your teams. So when it came to taking care of the football, well, you know that that's something that's that's drilled into your athletes every day and every drill, every time they touch a ball. You know, we've had guys carry carry a football. We call it high and tight. How they're going to carry it. Uh, how they're going to carry it if they've had any fumble issues around campus with them all week, just to get familiar with the ball. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we, we there's such an emphasis on it, and guys were so aware of it, you know, that eventually it pays off. Has Coach Fickle reached out to you at all, uh, or did he before taking the job yeah, we, as, as far as – He and I talked he talk, uh, going into the season – since I haven't been back there that much, I, I talked to him. I went up uh, about two weeks ago when I was back. I stopped in the office and we visited a little bit. Uh, I spent a little time at, at practices during camp. But, uh, yeah, we have talked. How how did that discussion go? I know he came from Cincy and he's been a longtime Big Ten assistant. Uh, did he have concerns? Was there excitement? Do you, can you share any of those comments? No, I, I think, you know, I think more questions on on how we how things were operate how things operated in Madison, the things we did, traditions that we did, um, you know, the, just the uh, the program itself, what these kids had, you know, what they know in the past, what's been. Successful in the past, what he can adopt, uh, anything like that. And his assistants have been very good that way also. It's Barry Alvarez with us here, Hale Varsity Radio, talking Nebraska, Wisconsin. And, and Barry, I also want to get your thoughts here on the Michigan situation that we've seen over the past couple of weeks as Jim Harbaugh officially got his suspension from the Big Ten last week. And you being a former coach, I want to get your thoughts just on the situation as a whole and the suspension as levied by the Big Ten. I think, first of all, it's a, it's a great advantage if you know signals going into a game. Now, during a game, coaches are going to look across the field. I never did because I always felt like if you have to depend on stealing somebody's signals, you got problems. <laughs> but, uh, but if somebody knows the signals going in, it's, you know, has studied them, matched them up with game film, and is standing there telling an offensive play caller, or defensive play caller, what the play is, it's a tremendous advantage. And that's, that's different than stealing signals during a game, uh, sending out someone during the week or during the season, the video, and then matching them up. That's, uh, that, that's, that's over the top. Have you ever heard of that? I mean, you've been around college football for a number of years. Anything like this ever pop up in the past? I've never heard of it before. Man. And what, uh, do you have a reaction to, to Michigan perhaps wanting the challenge or, or at least get a, a restraining order so he can be on the sideline? Well, I guess that's their, their right to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, our, and our league has the right to, to, to impose punishment or impose restrictions, and, 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 uh, which they did. Um, 
So, but that, that's that's Michigan's right to do that. Now it's the league or whoever makes that final decision. What did you think of the the three game suspension? Was that too harsh? Too too little? Just about right? What was your reaction to that? Um, I thought it was about right. Mm-hmm. I thought it was about right. He, he spent, suspended himself for three games. No, would he suspend himself for one game? Uh, you know, early in the year, <laughs> it was something like that, and then it turned into three. There was going to be four. It turned into three. So Michigan's crushing people, and, and he's, he's going to end up missing, if things get carried out, about half the season, Coach. <laughs> yeah, well. How good they are. Yeah, they are loaded. They are loaded. They're playing very well, and he's done a good job recruiting. And Jim's done a good job there. You know, I hate, you know, as good a season as he has going on, I hate to see that going on in our league. And they have to deal, you know, for he and his team to have to deal with those type things. But uh, what's right's right. Mm-hmm. A few more minutes. Barry Alvarez with us, talking Nebraska, Wisconsin, the final glove touching as members of the West, before things uh, zoom out. More on Chip Kelly's departure and a few more thoughts with Coach Alvarez. He continues on next segment with Hale Varsity. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Barry Alvarez, a couple more minutes with us, Hale Varsity Radio. You've been on the playoff committee before and uh, BCS as well, and Who's wowed you, aside from Michigan this year? If you had a top four uh, teams that, that have kind of caught your eye, who do you think's making a push for a title, aside from Michigan? Well, Georgia's really good, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't, you don't have to get much further than Alabama. Saban does a heck of a job. I know they lost one game. They've had some games tighter than others, but push comes to sho- shove. Uh, I like the Alabama team, and I like the Ohio State team. Mm-hmm. A lot of openings early in this college football carousel. Uh, A&M uh, letting Jimbo go, and here's the price tag. What was it, $76 million to, to go away? Uh, you have uh, Mississippi State that, that is open, and then you have interim situations at, at Michigan State and, and also – at Northwestern, Northwestern and Coach Braun, man, they're knocking on the door of a bowl game. Uh, Brett's really had a nice bounce back at Illinois. And, Coach, what's your take on, on the Michigan State job? Also, uh, a thought with the Mississippi State job and th- those openings. I mean, are those uh, pretty coveted spots, or is that a tough spot to go I, into I, in East Lansing? I think, I think Michigan State is a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, they have history. They, they're in a Tremendous location to recruit, you know, not only Michigan, but they're close to the Chicago. They're close to the East Coast. Um, they've got a good campus. They have some history. Um, I think that's a very good job. I, I don't know much about the Mississippi states of the world, mm-hmm. um, but the Michigan state game, the Michigan state job is a very good job. Northwestern, um, you know, guys have won there. Mm-hmm. It's just won championships. They've not been able to stay consistent there, but you know, every so often they'll jump up and and, and win a division or win the league. So guys have won at Northwestern. You have to get the right guy that knows how to, you know, has a plan for a private school and take advantage 
of, of the fact that they have money. They have a great location, nice campus, tremendous league. Um, they're, 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 they're selling points at Northwestern, too. Coach, last thought, we'll get you out and always love spending time with you. And uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes here. Uh, Iowa, with their situation, they just keep on keeping on with that defense. And, uh, you know, Kirk has uh, said he's going to be back. W- what do you feel? What's your gut say? Do you think Kirk uh, steps away after this year based on what's happened with his son in the OC position? Or do you think he keeps on going uh, throughout his contract? Well, I thought I read where Kirk came out and said his plan is to continue to coach for a number of more years. Yeah, I had, uh, I had seen that so earlier. I, I, mm-hmm. I know Kirk. I, I was the guy that picked him up when he was 23 years old and came in for an interview. So I know a lot about Kirk, and he's a good man. He's an honest guy. Done a heck of a job there. You know, it's not the sexiest. They don't win the sexiest way by putting 50 points up, but they win. And he continues to win, and and uh, you know, like a lot of places, they're not satisfied just winning. Um, after after you get, you know, you've won for so many years, they take it for granted. But I will win a long time. There, when I, when I went there with Hayden Fry. Uh, they had 17 straight losing seasons, mm-hmm. and so you know, Kirk continues to win and win fight. I don't know, eight to ten games every year. So he's he's got a little, you know he knows how to win, he has a formula to win there, and it's good defense, good kicking game. Um, I see he, he puts a good offense on field. Nobody will be able to beat. Him. Yeah, they're they're pretty loaded defensively. Did style points matter to you ever? You mentioned winning sexy, and Nebraska's had to win some ugly, and they've lost some ugly, and, and they're a work in progress. But uh, rules foundations pretty firm. Did, did it matter to you, or did you just want one more point? I wanted to win. <laughs> you know, what you do, you know, it may not be pretty, and, you know, there may be criticism of how you played and the mistakes you made, but bottom line is you got you have to win. And then, then you go back on Sunday or Saturday night, whenever you do it, and you go through and you, and you try to correct the mistakes you've you made. But winning is hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard in the Big Ten. And – when you win, you got to celebrate. Um, you, got, you, you know, you got to reward your kids, and they've got to feel good about it. But then, you have to point out the mistakes, and and there's always the emphasis on improvement, and that, that's the important thing. But man, we won! I we, I celebrated. <laughs> Barry Alvarez, coach. Enjoy Saturday night. Thanks for a few minutes today. Okay, you're welcome.